Hello, everyone. Cheryl A for On My Watch podcast. Well, there's a lot going on today and uh, something very personal has happened, which I'm going to share with you. I actually undenied about whether I would talk about it publicly, but why not? I have spoken about it on my Instagram. And to be quite honest, I'm deeply, deeply disappointed and deeply, deeply horrified at the same time. So uh, apparently there's a WhatsApp group and the WhatsApp group is called Jewish Australian Creatives and Academics. That's their name they've given to themselves. And it started off by the looks of things on the 30th of October. Now, the way I found out about it was that somebody sent me this. I am on Twitter, but I don't look at Twitter and I'm not an active user, but somebody sent me this and it was a tweet. And it said that this particular editor, who I actually worked with years ago, is a member of the WhatsApp group that's been spying on Australian creatives and providing intel to Israel intelligence services. Think about that. Think about what I just read out. I just read that and I was horrified. And then I thought, like, is this really true? But then somebody showed me another tweet, and this is by Omar Sakra, the, the wonderful Australian Arab poet, and he says in this tweet, another WhatsApp leak of Australian Zionists. This one has 600 academics and creatives. It's full of the usual targeted reporting of pro-Palestinian people. And then this there's this Project 7, an, an initiative with the Australian government and 8,200 developers trying to game the algorithm. So remember there was a WhatsApp group, a legal, was a solicitor WhatsApp group that wrote to Ida Butros and the ABC about Antoinette Latouf and that was leaked by the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age. Well, it seems somebody has leaked this. And, you know, when I first read it, I thought, could this really be true that there is a group of writers and artists who are dobbing to the Israeli secret service about people talking about humanity, right? I just like, I, I, I don't, I just didn't really know whether to believe it. But then there was another tweet by Louise Adler, who is, who used to be um, a wonderful publisher. She was, she's had many jobs and I've known her over the years, but her most recent job is she's the artistic director of the Adelaide Writers' Festival. She also headed up um, uh, Melbourne University Publishing, MUP, for many, many years. So she says in this tweet, and this was only yesterday, I think, so Shabak, which is the Israeli intelligence service, is monitoring pro and anti-Israel social media with the help of teams here in Australia attempting to defend the indefensible, right? So somebody then sent me the list of the people in the WhatsApp group and then Somebody also sent me a Word document of the conversations in the WhatsApp group. So I open it and I recognise quite a few names. So it seems to have started in October and they have collected people along the way. And all these people feel hard done by in terms of being Australian Jews. That seems to be the biggest threat. And you know what? I understand that. There's no room here for racism. But what they're doing, what they're doing is not protecting themselves 
through conversation, but targeting people who are talking about the murder of Palestinians, the genocide of Palestinians, the ethnic cleansing of Palestinian, and dobbing them to an Israeli secret service. I mean, that kind of blew my mind. Like, so at that point, I'm crazy ropeable. I know many names on that list. And I'm like, where have we come to that we're doing that, right? Then imagine this. Imagine if those people were Arab people, that they were Palestinian, that they were Lebanese, right, anywhere from the Middle East, and they had a group of 600 and they were reporting back to some kind, I don't know if one exists, but some kind of Arab secret service. Just imagine for a minute how we would have handled that. Well, I'm telling you what would have happened. The Australian Federal Police would have been called in. That's what would have happened because it would have been seen as an act of some kind of terrorism. Yet these people on the list, they're writers, they're authors, they're poets, they're journalists, they're singers, presenters, whatever, feel that they can spy on their colleagues and report them to an Israeli secret service. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm blown away by this. And people keep saying to me, why are you blown away? You didn't think this would happen? No, I didn't. Actually, I didn't think this was happening because their complaints are so self-serving as well. Now, we all know that terrorism is a crime and terrorism is a war crime. So what happened on October the 7th was a war crime. But what these people don't acknowledge is what's continuing to happen is a war crime. Now, the ICJ ruled that Israel is possibly committing genocide, right? They've used those words because they're giving Israel apparently a month to prove that they're not. But the word genocide is being used. The word ethnic cleansing are being used. And these people feel that it's okay to sit there and spy on their colleagues. Anyway, completely outraged I was. But then I got another text from a friend of mine who said, Cheryl, you're one of the people they're talking about. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, you're one of the people they're talking. You've been mentioned several times. So I hadn't gone down that far. Now, you know who is on the list of the 600 and who is leading it? Well, one of the leaders is Deborah Conway. You remember her and that conversation she had on the ABC with Patricia Cavallis, where she said that, you know, Palestinian children aren't really children. That's her. That's that despicable character. And I will out her. So I scroll down and I find it really hard to find. But anyway, I finally found it. And also to minor couple of passages, there is an author that I know a writer, a published writer of fiction and non-fiction. I'm not going to out her, right? And she reports me to this group. I was blown away. She's taken a few screen grabs of my Instagram, which I still stand by, and she has called me out. And she had say, says that, you know, the implication is that I need to be stopped because I, I think she used the word because I'm influential in the book industry. That's what she said. Well, as you can imagine, 
I, I, honestly, I I was very, very angry. And I was really umming and ahhing about whether I should go public with the list. I was thinking I'm going to out every single person involved in this, but I've decided not to because, do you know what, I'm just not going to stoop that low. I'm really not. The list seems to be out there. You know, it's been emailed to plenty of people, I think. And I'm not here for those reasons. The reason why I'm here is because I am advocating for those people that can't. I am here as a result of a terrorist act that was committed on the 7th of October, collective punishment has been imposed on the Palestinian people and in South Lebanon. And I have been worried sick from the very beginning that they're unstoppable, that the Israeli government in its current form is unstoppable, that the IDF, the terrorist army, is unstoppable. And I still stand by that. But you know what else I stand by? I stand by this, and I've had it, said it a few times. History will be the judge. So I'm not going to out these people. But the person that mentioned me contacted me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Cheryl, I'm sorry. I said, no, no. Anyway, I won't go into the conversation. And I said, and don't worry, I'm not going to publish the list. I'm not going to, oh, she said, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much that you're not going to publish the list. But, you know, I thought about it later and I'm not, but she was able to report what I was doing to this group who reports through to some kind of Israeli spy system. What have we come to? Seriously, what have we come to? And all these people all these people, and I hope you're listening, all these people on this list, you need to really dig deep and think about what you're doing and why you're doing it. We're here because people have been murdered. We're here because people have been kidnapped, right? I'm here to say stop murdering people. Do you know what else? came to mind while I was pacing last night with absolute anger, is you look at all the Palestinian writers. Some of them are very quiet. They're so hurt. They're so broken. They don't want to communicate with people. They don't want to share what's happening. But a lot of writers, and they're the people I know, have taken to writing poetry. A lot of Palestinian writers have taken to writing prose. A lot of people have taken to writing or sharing what they've written before. So whilst Palestinian people are writing poetry and prose, these people are dobbing us in. I'm going to leave it at that. I want to talk about what happened with UNRWA. So you've probably already heard, and, and that's been in the news, UNRWA is the United Nations Relief and Work Works Agency for Palestinian refugees in the Near East. They've been working in Palestine for years and years. It's a really big organisation. It's got nearly 20,000 people. But apparently some of the people, some of the staff, have been accused of committing some war crimes. Now, there have been accusations and UNRWA themselves have dealt with it or are dealing with it. But what do you know? The pressure and the lies coming from the Israeli government, and this this started a while ago in terms of propaganda. I remember hearing about the Israeli government wanting to defund UNRWA in week one or week two of the conflict. Well, you know, they kept at it, they kept at it, and so 
the United States, you know, made a statement last week that they're defunding UNRWA. And also with nothing proven yet, and it might well be that there's a few bad seeds in that organisation. When, you, when you're dealing with 20,000 people, it's probably highly probable. But it doesn't mean that the whole organisation is bad. But do you know the Israeli government don't want it because it's giving aid and helping Palestinian people. And they're saying that outright. They want to starve them. They are using starvation, we've talked about this before, as a weapon. And part of defunding the United Nations Relief Organization that looks after Palestine, rather than leaving it to that organization to deal with the bad seeds, if there is any, there's no convictions yet, it's only allegations, so I don't know if it's true or not, they defunded it. Do you know, it was so quick for Australia to follow. The US made that announcement and then Penny Wong put the funding on pause. No proof, no nothing. All we have is allegations. Yet we have proof that almost 30,000 people have been murdered in Palestine. We have proof that over 10,000 children have been murdered. There is proof of that. There are mass graves everywhere and the Australian government decides to defund an aid organisation. The United States decides to defund an aid organisation. And those people on that WhatsApp list sending poets and writers and people like me to an Israeli spy agency should really start thinking about and finding their humanitarian heart. That's what you should be doing. You should be advocating for the release of the Israeli hostages and you should be advocating for a ceasefire. If you had a heart, that's what you should be doing. And if you think that there's a strong feeling of anti-Semitism out there, then the way to combat that is in a positive way, not in a way where you start dobbing on people. Anyway, you can tell how I'm feeling today. So that's that. Now, there's been some horrendous, horrendous activity out there. Apparently there's 20 to 30 men that have been found massacred and returned to Palestinians, body parts, dead. I can't even go into it. And this is it. We're seeing photos of this and the United States decides to defund an aid organisation. We're seeing photos of mass graves. We're seeing photos of burnt children and Australia decides to defund an aid organisation. We're seeing people stand on queues for hours and hours to get flour and shot at by the terrorist IDF and they decide to defund an organisation. You know what is also happening on the border is uh, Israeli people blocking aid, blocking trucks, blocking aid, um, whatever is going and what is meant to be for Palestine. So there's been no trucks getting through because of these protests. Now, I understand that people want their hostages back. We, you know, no civilians should be involved in war, but to starve a whole nation is not a solution. I do want to talk about uh, the ICJ ruling because I've talked about it before and it's really been something that has felt to me to be a bit wishy-washy, you know, that there is a suspicion that genocide is happening. Well, there's a clear intent, I think. So there is that and I don't think the only thing that was short of them saying is that there was no uh, call for a ceasefire and, you know, I was deeply disappointed with that and we were all trying to put a positive spin on it. 
But, you know, I think that there is a, a huge positive spin on it. I think now there is really a, an onus now in Israel, even though it's continued to murder people, the Israeli government and the terrorist IDF have continued to murder people well past this ruling. I do think that something's come out of it. There has been some pressure from the UK, David Cameron, who is calling for Palestine to be a state, an independent state. Now, that's really interesting because I feel that that's exactly what the Israeli government doesn't want. And I think that that's a direct result from the ICJ ruling. But also today, and just today, Biden made an announcement about what's happening on the West Bank and the settlers and saying that there will be ramifications to set American settlers that take property unlawfully, that take people's homes unlawfully in the West Bank. So I think we're starting to see some movement. I mean, well, well overdue. I know 30,000 people have died, but it's got to stop. We've got to stop it somehow. And I'm hearing that there might be some possible peace talks going on and there might be an announcement soon. So I'm hoping, as I'm sure you are, that that happens. But that's it from me today. Thank you for hearing me out and go in peace.